You're listening to the Nerd Dad Podcast. Oh, Dad, you're embarrassing me again. Did I do that? Hello, and thanks for tuning in. I am that Nerd Dad, Jill Williams, and I appreciate you stopping by for a short 5, 10, 15, 20-minute visit. How you been? You been all right? No big topic this week. I got like six shit you may have missed. I honestly thought about touching, like talking about Afghanistan a little bit, but it's so much to unpack. Um, and this isn't the forum for that. Um, the reasons why the U.S. is there, the reason for their 20-year stay, and trying to exit and what it's going to do and what it's doing to that that region, that nation, is, uh, it is, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, um, not going to dive too deep onto it. This is all I'm saying on the matter. I will say I don't pray. Not a religious guy, as you know. But even I'm praying for the people of Afghanistan um, in whatever capacity that means. I am putting out positive vibes and and positive thoughts to to those people um, in that region because uh, it's... There's no right answer. I don't think there's a right answer. Um, keep them in their thoughts. And uh, and if you can figure out a way to support the people of Afghanistan, donating, whatever you can do. Plus, Haiti had a major earthquake again. It's um, COVID's not going anywhere. Delta variant is everywhere. It is a, a shit, shit time in the earth right now. Scientists say that we've already missed our window for global warming. We are doomed. Bound to happen eventually. I just hope it's like quick. I hope there's not too much suffering. I'd rather like a, a comet just come hit us. Because then like it's over. It's done. If a comet were just to come hit the earth, we're all gone. You go to your spiritual place, if you believe, or you become dust particles. Either way, it's over. This bullshit of like plagues and warming of the earth, it's all too gradual. I'd rather just, bam, let's end this shit. Um, how's that for a start? <laughs> Afghanistan, Haiti, Delta variant. Earth is destroyed. Let's just... Sunshine lollipops. That's why you tune in. Sunshine and lollipops. So, last week, when we talked, I mentioned I was going to go on a... I was going to get to drive a Lamborghini. I promised an update on that experience. Well, I did not get to drive a Lamborghini. Boo. But... I did get to drive a McLaren. Yay! <laughs> uh, so the day before we were set to do our experience, 
we got an email saying, unfortunately, we haven't been able to secure the Lamborghini you had, uh, you know, identified. And uh, but as a result, we're going to upgrade you to the McLaren. So the first thing I did was I wanted to see the sticker price of this car I'll be driving. $230,000. In some parts of Canada, that's a mortgage. In Toronto, it's a fifth of a mortgage. Crazy. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Had a really good time. Uh, Beautiful day. What they do is they take you around the track. Uh, You're supposed to go in a van. You're supposed to do like a, a lap in the van so they can show you where the track is and the turns and, and how to take it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but they were a little behind schedule. So they popped me, my dad and my brother into the back of a Mustang. And we had a guy drive us around at like 200 miles an hour. We were just bobbing around as he's trying to tell us what to watch out for and what to do. It was, it was insane. That alone was probably worth the experience. But then after you do your two lap, after you do your lap, so you get a feel for the place, um, you get to drive your car, whatever, whatever car it is. And, uh, I, I will be on, I pussied out. I absolutely pussied out. I was intimidated by the car. Um, I was intimidated by the moment and I didn't put the hammer down. I drove very fast. I drove very reasonably. But uh, I've driven faster in my my Honda Odyssey minivan. I've I've punched that bad boy up to to one fifty, one sixty before. Don't worry, mom, if you're listening safely, of course. But I've I've had it up there. Uh, I did not get that fast in the McLaren. Very cool experience, though. One I would actually consider doing again for the price point. I think it was only a couple hundred bucks. Um, and for the half hour experience or so that it ended up being totally worth your money. I would actually probably get a bigger group. Three people was cool, but could you imagine 10 of your buddies? I don't have 10 friends. Could you imagine 10 buddies? If you had 10 friends bombing around this track? Um, and I probably won't be so timid the next time I go, I'll probably own it a little bit more. Very good experience. So. If you're in the GTA, place is called GTA Exotics. Free plug for you. Now, we're going to do a whole ton of shit you may have missed. All right, first up, Garth Brooks is canceling his tour because of the Delta variant. And he says, I must do my part. I got news for you, Garth. If you want to do your part, keep the concert going. Your audience isn't vaccinated. They're going to die out. Herd immunity goes up. You want to do your part, Garth? Let that concert roll all through the South. Sell those crowds out. Don't mandate mass vaccines, any of that shit. Let's thin the herd here. Jeopardy news, (laughs) like breaking news, just came out like an hour ago. Mike Richards is now out as the host of Jeopardy, and they are going to do the search again or something. So 
for those of you who are playing catch up a little bit here, Mike Richards uh, was announced as one of the two primary hosts about two weeks ago. And immediately there was massive backlash. Not from me, but from the general public who all wanted LeVar Burton or any number of different other, other people. Um, I still think on terms of quality of hosting the game, Mike did a very good job. But it's not what you do now. It's what you've done in the past. So Mike was a part of a couple of lawsuits that claimed pregnancy discrimination. I'm paraphrasing a little bit here. Uh, when he was at the Price is Right. He said, those were work-related things. It's, it was blown out of proportion. It's nothing. People kept digging. Turns out the uh, search for the host may have been stacked in the executive producer's favor. Just a little bit. Um, then, turns out he was also the host of a podcast several years ago where he said some crude things about women. And based upon what I had read, it certainly seems like he was going for kind of a bro-type podcast. Macho machismo kind of a podcast. And um, and now... <laughs> doesn't fly quite the same way when you are going for one of the most coveted roles in television. When you're going for a spot that will be seen nightly by families, that image has got to be real squeaky clean, or you have to do the other, uh, other end of it and own it. There's two ways to handle it at that point. You either own it or you never let it happen. Backing out and backpedaling, which is what he tried to do. He apologized, you know, in the context of history, this wasn't funny. I shouldn't have said it. And, you know, it was a ill-conceived bit and blah, 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 blah. Um, he backpedaled and then he had the podcasts completely scrubbed from the internet. So people couldn't make up their own minds. If he had just stepped forward and said, you know what? I was trying to be a comedian back then. I thought it was funny. It wasn't. Can we move on with our lives? People would have eventually, I think, come around on that. But he tried to do that, that backpedaling thing that makes people hate even more. There's a reason why guys like Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr have never been canceled. They say controversial shit all of the time. And when people call them on it, they go, fuck you. I don't care. I said what I said. And they live to fight another day. I talked about Joe Rogan last week. Do you think Joe Rogan's ever going to get canceled? No, of course not. He doesn't give a fuck what people say. But they're comedians. They're not trying to be hosts of um, Jeopardy. So, as of this morning, apparently they went to record this morning. They were getting ready to film for September. Uh, as of this morning, he walked in, decided the pushback was too much, and he has stepped down. And Sony now has to resume the search. Now, if they're smart, they just give the audience what they want. Give it LeVar, Le, LeVar Burton. I don't think they're going to do that because I still don't think he did a great job in terms of actually hosting the game. But I also don't want it to go to like Mayim Balik. So I'm not saying Mike Richards was the only choice, but LeVar Burton would be a good third choice, I guess. 
Um, also, there's the two names that our people are keep throwing out that Alex suggested as potential hosts that never even got an audition. So this is still unrolling, unrolling, unraveling. And I'll continue to update you here. I love Jeopardy. I'm going to talk about it whenever I can. Michael Keaton doesn't understand any of the movies he's in right now. <laughs> so um, Michael Keaton, as you know, was Batman in the 80s. Uh, and he has recently played Vulture in the Spider-Man movies. And he doesn't understand anything. They were asking him about uh, Flashpoint, which is the new Flash movie where he's reprising his role as uh, as Batman. And he basically said, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I read the script three times, and then I had to have someone explain it to me. And when it comes to the Marvel Universe and the multiverse, he also said, I don't know what it is. I know what my character is, and I have a basic understanding, but I'm just more focused on delivering a good performance. I love, I love that my Michael Keaton is at the age where he's like, fuck it. They want to give me a role and put me in the suit. I'll wear it. I also love the fact that he's one of the few actors who are major players in both universes. Michael Keaton. God love him. We did it. Everyone, everyone listening to my, the sound of my voice right now. We did it. We solved racism. It's gone. It's dead. There is no racism. Anthony Mackie has officially signed on to star as Captain America in a Captain America movie. I think we can officially say between a black president and a black Captain America movie, racism is over. You're welcome. All right. On the weekend, I watched Fast 9. It was good. My favorite part of the whole movie was listening to my wife ask me questions at the beginning about the previous movies because she's trying to fill in the the storyline for herself. And I don't know. We're watching Fast and the Furious. I don't know. I don't remember. I know it's about family and there's some funny black guys and uh, a lot of crazy stunts. I, I think that's the movie. All the other stuff. Oh, and Paul Walker dead. That's all I know. But my wife was really insistent on trying to make sure she remembered the storyline, which amused the hell out of me. Um, But once we got through the first few minutes of me basically saying to her, I don't know. I don't know who that guy is. I don't know why he's doing that. I I don't know. I don't remember. I thought that guy was dead too. I I don't know. After we got through all that, rather enjoyable movie. But there is Fast 10 news. So Fast 10 is going to come out on April 7th, 2023. Circle it on your calendars two years from now, 2023. Book it. I promise it won't get delayed. Wink. Um, For those watching on YouTube, I didn't actually wink when I said wink. Wink. There you go. Now I did. Um, It will be the first of two movies to wrap up the franchise's central storyline which is, I guess, Dom and the Toretto family. I guess that's what they're planning on doing. And then there will be the offshoots that come out from this. Uh, So it'll be the Fast Saga and then all of, like, 
Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Fast and the Furious presents John Cena as a guy. Things like that. They'll have better titles. But Fast 10, April 7th, 2023. Be there. And finally, some Ed Sheeran news. Little known fact about me, I am a massive Ed Sheeran fan. I call myself an Edhead. I just made that up. I don't know if that's what they're called, but they should. They should be called Edheads, right? Uh, he really, he announced that he's releasing a new album on October 29th, and I cannot wait. I've got all of his albums on vinyl. I will add this to my vinyl collection. I think he's got a good voice, and I don't care. I am unapologetically an Edhead. That's it. That's the episode. <laughs> what a weird weird episode this ended up being. Um, but I had fun with it. And and maybe, maybe it's the formula for uh, the show in the future. More quick hits where I just kind of see where it takes me. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm, I'm still kicking it around and playing with it. I don't have anything else. I'm not going to end this. I'm not going to drag this out much longer. Be well, be safe. Check out DeanBlendell.com. Subscribe over on YouTube.com slash DeanTube. Always subscribe there. Want to thank Blue Microphones. Look at this beautiful. I'm going to hold that up for the camera here. I don't even think this will make it to the air, but beautiful microphone here. Uh, and awesome headset. Blue Microphone, thank you so much. Powered by Blue. I wouldn't sound this good without them. And then uh, be well, be safe, take care of your family, avoid the Delta variant, get vaccinated, and uh, we'll talk next week. Take it easy. Thanks for listening. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.